Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Nick Cree, who runs SmashGo, helping you understand how online marketing really works so you can implement it, control it, and see massive results. That's what it's all about. Hey, Nick, welcome to the show. So good to be here today. So uh, thank you very much. It's an uh, incredibly early morning here, and I guess it's probably the other other end of the day for you over there. So, absolutely, good, my good day ends your starts, unbelievable. <laughs> it's a bit like right. business, really, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Okay, let's let's well, let's get into your unbelievable journey and, and kind of stories. So, hey, can you just expand a bit more on you know, where are you where are you today with your business? What's it like, and who do you love to work with? Oh well, it's. Um, I mean, I, I, I'm in a I was going to say a newish uh, journey for me in business, but it's about four years new. Um, I've had a digital agency for about 13 years uh, and uh, had uh, business owners that we just deliver fantastic websites to. And it was a bit like giving them a shovel to go and dig for gold and they go and put the shovel in the garage and uh, never use the thing. So um, I, I don't know whether you've experienced it where, um, you, you know, even you, you've got your best clothes and your best clothes only come out when you're going to, uh, you know, special occasions. Well, people often treat their website and digital assets a bit like that. They bring it out for the special occasion, not realizing that it's supposed to get dirty and uh, trashed and thrown around so that, um, you know, it actually does its uh, job. And so my journey today is really, uh, like we don't do a lot in the uh, building website space. We really help business owners that are really struggling with, well, what do I do? How come things are not working? You know, why am I not on page one of Google? Why is it that I've just spent, you know, thousands of dollars on ads and I didn't get one single lead off it? And uh, there's a whole lot of reasons in behind it. And it's not because things didn't work, but it's because uh, what they're doing with uh, their digital marketing and their digital journey and their business they're just doing the wrong things. And it's not their fault. It's just how they are taught. And that's what everyone tells them to do. But, uh, you know, once you, once you get through that, and they're often just little tiny, small things, then it just makes a world of difference. And it's just that breakthrough. And I just love working with people once they get that breakthrough and, uh, you know, really sort of start to get some success. And, you know, my favorite people, they're the ones that say, uh, I'm a bit of a dinosaur or uh, I'm, I'm a bit tech challenged. Uh, I don't like this sort of techie sort of stuff. 
And uh, they are my favorite people because I, you know, with them, I just, you know, say to them, look, just press those buttons. You can't blow up the internet. And, uh, you know, you might actually learn some things along the way. And when they do start pressing the buttons, then you see their eyes light up and it's almost like magic. They've just come into a whole new realm and they've realized that this techie stuff actually it's not really techie at all it's it's just a bit of a mind game and once they get through that then they just absolutely take off nice so what do you find are the you know, time and time again the biggest mistakes that you find people making and you said no fault of their own this is the way they've been sort of taught or trained or just what they assume to be right so what are the mistakes that you you see time and time again Probably the, the biggest one is, uh, and, and it happens when people are starting to dry up from business or for leads or whatever. So it's like they're thinking, uh, oh, I need to get some more business in the door. What's the typical way that people get business in the door? They go to Google and they go to Facebook and they run some ads or they pay an agency to, uh, to go and do that. So, um, and so the digital agencies, they go and run some ads and it runs to their website and then it's just crickets. There's no results. There's no instant sales coming through. Uh, and, um, and generally what happens is they say things like, uh, oh, that didn't work or I'm never going to use Facebook ads again or Google ads again. It's like it's a waste of money. And uh, so my question to them is, um, so what was your strategy in behind that? What were you hoping to achieve? And there was just there's normally just this silence and this 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 blank stare of oh, I've never really thought of that or what do you mean, and um, and that's really the reason why people don't succeed in that severe and they struggle with it is because they just don't have a clear objective, and they think that uh, you know people are come to the are going to come to their website and instantly come and buy stuff or instantly come and contact them. It just doesn't work like that. It's like you and I meeting for the first time and um, uh, and saying, well, uh, rather than going to have a beer together or, or a coffee together, it's like, well, let's go on a holiday together. It's like, it just doesn't happen like that. And that's really people's- Fine, okay, that's legally and- binding. That's podcast legal number one. <laughs> we are now going on holiday. Thanks, Mick. Can't wait to see you there. <laughs> I'll take you down the road to Michigan. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it, there is the purpose, whether it's you know, the website, the strategy, uh, what you're trying to achieve in your business. It, it's setting your intention, setting the purpose of what you're trying to achieve is huge. And sometimes you're right, the nuance, it can be missed. It sounds so obvious talking about now, but to go in a direction that you're not sure or hope for the best, um, doesn't often work well. Well, here's the other problem too, is that people um, put uh, too much trust and faith in digital agencies. So uh, it's almost like they think the digital agency has a magic wand that's going to wave it, and then all of a sudden customers are going to appear from their uh, website. Um, and um, But they just don't really understand how it all works or what the mechanism is. And I remember years and years and years and years ago, Actually, not that, that, that long ago, but years ago, <laughs> a, um, a friend of mine said, you need to do an accounting course. Um, this is when I was early in business. Not because uh, you need to be an accountant, but you need to understand with the accountants doing the right job and how to interpret the figures that come through that the accountant gives you. So I went and did an accounting course, worst possible course I could ever do, hated it. But I came out of it really understanding some key concepts 
in there and I was able to have a conversation with my accountant about what these numbers meant. So I think the same is true today of digital marketing is that people need to learn uh, what this beast digital marketing is. It's not just the website, but you know, uh, how does how does social media work? How, what are the strategies that you use on it? How do these ads work? What you know? What's a, a a customer journey? So so all of these phrases here, just learn what they are, so that when you are employing a digital agency or you're doing things yourself, you actually understand uh, what's supposed to happen, and when and more importantly, when things don't work out the way you want it to work out you've got some inkling as to why and you can fix it. But if you don't just don't have any of that knowledge at all, you just don't know. Just to that point there, is surely with digital marketing, it's, it comes down to it's just data. I know there's a lot of emotions that goes into the work, but it's data. If you've got ads going to a landing page or a website, you can track, well, again, tracking can be it's hit or miss at the moment, but you can see what's happening. You can track so you can see the what is the leaky bucket? Maybe the ads are working, but the website's not converting. Are you gonna have people coming through? I think one of the things that you mentioned before is you know, every single phase has one purpose, just one person, one purpose. The, the whole website isn't to get the sales, it's to get you to the next phase of the buying journey. The ad yep. isn't there to sell, it's to get you to the web page. Email isn't supposed to do the job. It has one job. You get to choose what that job is. And then you can choose on a metrics, see if it's working. So I love we can remove the emotion from it and look at the data. But as a business owner, oh, isn't that so hard to do? Remove the emotion. Oh, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And spe- particularly when you've got uh, cash flow issues and you just need to get some more business in the door, all of a sudden, all reason goes out the door as well, too. And, um, you know, you're just looking for this uh, influx. But you're absolutely right. Like I was taught in sales that your job in sales is to really progress people to the to the next small step. So when you when you give someone a call, I was I was brought up in the days of um, uh, you know sort of cold calling on the phone, so and uh, asking for uh, referrals. So my Sunday evenings were all about sitting on the phone for three hours, making appointments for the rest of the week with people that I didn't know. I hated the uh, you know getting in to do it. Once I was in it, I really loved it, but the. Um, <clears throat> But the purpose of that phone call is not to get to um, sell anything at all. It's just to buy the next block of time. And so that next block of time is, uh, you know, sort of uh, half an hour with them. And then when you get in there, purpose of that there is to buy the next block of the time. And the next block of time is, uh, you know, you're going to run over 30 minutes is to buy your next 30 minutes. And so everything is, uh, is really just chunked down to very small decisions and blocks of time. And I think if people break that down in the digital journey as well too Mm. thinking about uh you know what is that one purpose what's the one thing we need out of it at the end of it what we want is a new customer and a sale but uh you know that doesn't happen from the you know just seeing an ad so what's what's the job of this and just stepping it all along and the the biggest thing that I, i probably say over and over again is the job of your website is not to sell people you know if you think you're making sales it's the wrong thing the job of your website, your website's generally only got one job, and that's to collect an email address. And that uh, email address gets dropped into your CRM, your customer relationship management tool. 
And then the job of that there is to send out one email and it's uh, a welcome, hello, how are you email. So it's really just to start the conversation with someone. And then you send out another email, which sends out another conversation. Each of those emails have got a purpose to just progress people along the next step of the journey. It might be to come back to your website and read something. It might be to ask them a question that uh, they maybe have not thought of before. It might be to um, uh, uh, present them with a someone else who has had a situation that's very similar to them and, and uh, you know what happened to them. But it's all just very tiny steps through to the stage where people say, look, this person seems to know what they're doing. I like what they're saying. And uh, you know that's when the sale happens. But, <clears throat> but the sale is only a small step. So it's not a big step. It's just this, there's a whole series of steps that have happened along the way for them to get to take that last final small step. Yeah. So with these, these tiny, small steps as a, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, what has it been like for you personally behind the scenes as you built this business? Cause this is building a business is a series of tiny steps yourself. So using sort of that analogy, what's it been like for you as you built this, this business? Oh, absolutely frustrating. I'm, I'm someone that wants instant results. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, <clears throat> so at the moment, so building this, uh, our uh, bus uh, training business, teaching entrepreneurs and business owners, you know, what they should be doing in the digital space. But, you know, I know what I want is the end result is, uh, you know, we're, we're on a thousand clients that uh, we're uh, working with and impacting in some way, shape or form. At the moment, we don't have anywhere near that, but I just want that. Um, but, um, and it, it, there's this real temptation of just, just to do the big stuff to try and get there, which will ultimately just fail, rather than just focusing on thinking, well, today, what are, what are my key tasks that I need to focus on today? And there might be just two or three key tasks. It might be just something like, uh, I've got to write an email. And uh, so this email is going to go into our sequence, but I just need to write the email. It's going to produce no results today. But in combination with other things, it's mm. going to produce results Three months, four months, five months, one year, so two years. So, you personally, is this tough? <clears throat> is it tough to be so impatient yet working in a process that it is time, it is nurturing? So, are you battling your own sort of personality here with this business? Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, so, some days I just want to give up. It's like this. This just feels like spinning my wheels. It's like <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't want to be doing. I mean, and and the logical part of my brain is saying. You just have to do this. The emotional part of me is saying, oh, this is just so slow. It's just so painful. Mm. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. And, and am I doing the right thing? Like, what if this doesn't work? What if it's the wrong thing to do? And, you know, that's the thing. You know, you never know whether what you're doing is going to work or it, it doesn't work. Um, and I've got this constant uh, battle there uh, saying, trust the process. You, you know the process, trust yeah. the process. It's either going to work or it's not going to work. But you're never going to know unless you uh, unless you actually do it. Yeah. So and the thing about thing about doing things too is that you will discover whether it works or it doesn't work. So if you've got the information, if it didn't work, well now you know it didn't work, and you can change to something that does work. So you can actually take the next direction. But if you do nothing or you get stopped by it all, you just can't do anything. You just stopped, and and nothing's going to work. Hmm freezing in businesses is not a good place to be so to look at that again we're back to data look at the data what is working what are you trying to achieve how can you move the needle 
it's it sounds like it's like the next level problem that all the things that you teach that you help your clients with you're actually going through the same kind of thing at a different level in a different aspect but it's it's fun to see these these things tie up so what what lessons do you take from maybe your clients and your students as you help them through and then realize ah shit i need to apply this to my business i just forgot cool let's move forward what, what's that like Ah, that happens all the time, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's the classic case of being the teacher that doesn't do what they teach and you think, oh, mm. no, I need to get in there and uh, and actually do it. So I've taught myself more than I've, I've taught them. <clears throat> but I think um, uh, one of the challenging things is that, you know, for me is that um, because I teach people, uh, I, you know, they expect that I know things. So I get called the tech you know tech guru just knows all this stuff but, but i don't actually know anything at all i'm just making it all up it's like uh you know so like i have people come and ask me what's what's a good tool that i could use for um uh, setting emails for instance or, or you know what's the best crm so what i'll do is i'll go into google and i'll, I'll have a look what are, what are some options there have a look through them and then come back and say well here are some options for you this one this one and this one and they come back and say, wow, that's amazing. You, you just know so much. I don't know anything at all. I just went to Google and found out and just uh, pressed some buttons and had a bit of a play. And I often think, um, and, and that's really been my journey as well, is just, is just trying things. Um, I, know, I know when I got into the web development space, um, I, I learned in a taxi. So, uh, so I came to, like, I, I, I just got slammed in the GFC. Like, uh, you know, I was, what was I, eight months out from retirement. I had a property portfolio that uh, was going to see me right. GFC came, uh, the, the, uh, the bank that I was using for, uh, sort of it uh, went into receivership. I lost all of my funding for the projects we had on the go. And then uh, one by one, the properties just all fell over because we couldn't refinance them. And mm. um, they just all got sold out from under us. So came to, came to Australia from New Zealand to uh, you know, lick my wounds and start all over again. And um, so I thought, oh, what can I do? And I thought, geez, I don't, I don't, the only thing I know what to do is, is how to sell. And um, I thought, I've got no skills, apart from the fact that I've just run a company with 25 staff and it was a national, you know, finance company. But, you know, just really doubted myself as to, you know, what skills oh, do I really have? It's finest, right? It's sneaky. Yep. It always gets you. Yep. Yep. So, um, so I ended up saying, well, I know how to drive a car. So I thought, I'll drive a cab. <laughs> so I ended up driving taxis for six months. And I thought, right, well, that's, that's actually not what I want to do with my life. I, I, I'm intently interested in online marketing. And I mm. thought, I'm going to launch into an affiliate marketing business. So I took my laptop uh, in the taxi with me thinking, right, between trips, I'm going to pull out my laptop and I'm going to learn you know, website development and coding. Well, reality was, as I pulled out the laptop from under my seat, open it up. And in those days, you know, it took like five or 10 minutes to actually fire up and for anything to happen. By the time that happened, back door open, someone hops in the cab and it's like, shut the computer down and um, tuck it back under my seat. So, um, yeah, so then I ended up getting another job, which I, I actually had time. That one started at 10. And at six o'clock in the morning, I went to the cafe downstairs because that was when they opened. And I learned how to code between that hours of six to 10 
that's where I learned my uh, website stuff. And I remember come stumbling across uh, WordPress. A friend of mine told me about it. And so I was really delving into that. And then I found a conference, a, a, um, a meetup, uh, you know, about an hour away from where I live. And I went there and it was for web designers. And I felt like such a uh, fish out of water there because I was not a web designer. And there's all these <laughs> people that knew what they were doing. Anyway, at the end of the session, the guy says, oh, we're looking for speakers for uh, the next um, next session. Anyone, uh, if you want to be a speaker, put up your hand. And I just found my hand in the air. And I thought, you idiot, what are you doing? Anyway, they said, well, what are you going to speak about? I said, oh, so I made up a topic. And he said, great, that's a fantastic topic. You're on next month. And so I knew nothing about this. So I ended up going back to learn this. And so I spent the next month learning all about the topic. And it just happened to be on, uh, you know, web security and, you know, WordPress mm. security and how to secure websites. So I learned that. And then I went up to present it. Man, did I have butterflies in my stomach, sort of shaking legs, because uh, not only was I up on stage in front of 300 other people that were there, but I felt like I didn't actually have any right to be there because I didn't know the topic. I'd only just learned it. And, um, and uh, you, you just, know, it's you, like... Throughout this, you just stayed like one step ahead of what you needed to do. You just it was kept it. on just... Because I think with being an entrepreneur, it's all too easy to try and do everything, try and become mm. a master of it. And then there's that doubt and imposter syndrome coming in. You've been the opposite way around, which is like... I'm going to fudge this. I'm going to, I'm going to find a way to make it work. I can do this. So just stand that one step ahead is, is a beautiful tactic to, to be able to move forward, to be able to, okay, refine your focus, be efficient. So it sounds like that is a, those are the sort of tiny steps that you've been using throughout this. Oh, that's, that's been my whole journey and in, in being in business and entrepreneur. Like I went into business, not knowing, uh, you know, what the business was. Like, you know, when I started a mortgage broking business, I'd never been in banking or finance. And I uh, thought, well, well, I can learn it. So it was really just learning a step at a time. Um, <clears throat> same with the you know, web development. And, and that's what I like about working with people too, is to see them go into an area that they don't know anything about and, to, and just to take a step and to learn it. Because um, I might be only just, you, know, you said one step ahead of them. I'm probably only about half a step ahead of them. Fantastic. So what's what's on the horizon? So what 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 are your next steps going forward? What's that going to look like for you? So uh, as I said, you know, uh, you know, I had my web web agency for 13 odd years, uh, sold that now into uh, you know, sort of helping other business owners and entrepreneurs to really do, essentially do the same thing that I do: experiment, uh, discover what this uh, online journey is and go and learn some things. And so now it's really uh, providing a space and environment and teaching people you know, how to navigate this online world in mm -hmm. uh, non-tech speak. So it's uh, like, like, I don't think I'm that techie. It's like, I just talk normally. And sometimes I say the wrong words and it's just like, oh, now they know that I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so... Uh, so really to have people, you know, just use the wrong terms, the wrong words to press the wrong buttons to do the wrong things is what I'm all on about because uh, it's only by, you know, stepping into that area there where you just have got no clues and don't know, but you just mm. try a whole lot of things. That's really where you grow and where you discover things. And, and again, there's two outcomes. It's either right or it's wrong. 
uh, and it's no judgment. It's like you've just discovered, hey, this works, and that revelation and the joy that happens of that really worked, or damn, that didn't work. Uh, I wonder what what did I do wrong, or what can I do? And I think that's the most powerful question: is like, you know, what can I do, or or, or what is it? And just to have that inquiring mind. And I think mm. as long as you do that then, uh, you know, that's where the, where the world opens up. And I've, I've discovered along the way is that uh, we spoke about this just before the, the session. It's like, you know, you've got this whole world of things that you don't know about, but you know you don't know it. So, for instance, you know, I know that you can fly an aeroplane. I don't know how to do, it, do that. But I know that I could learn how to do that. And there's, a, there's a, a vehicle to do. I can go to flying school, whatever. But then there's a whole realm of things that you don't know that you don't know. And I wish I could tell you what that was because I don't know what that is. So and is that uh, but where the only... fear creeps in? That fear of the unknown, the fear of I, I... well, well, I don't know. Even, even know that you... all you've all you've done so far is didn't know anything, and then learn the next step, and then didn't know anything, and then learn the next step. So next step, I'm going to challenge you on well, the fear of the unknown. Is actually it seems like you seek it out. Well, I do, I do, because uh, you know that's that's really where the edge and the learning is. It's like. Um, maybe it's a masochistic thing it's a you know the the, the challenge it's like uh like i always got told off as a kid for, for asking why you know i'd always ask why and always got told off for having the last word and, and that just used to really confuse me because i'm thinking i'm not having the last word i'm just asking a question i'm just trying to find out or or, or if, if if my parents say well you can't do that i'll come up and say why and um, so, so I've always had that attitude all the way through is just to keep asking what and why and what, what would happen if I did get into a lot of trouble doing that as well, too. But, um, but you know, getting into trouble is not necessarily a bad thing because now you've got another problem ahead of you. It's like, well, I've got two paths now. How do I get out of trouble? <laughs> well, now you what can, can I do to fix it? Curiosity in a, in a new way. So, yeah, yes. I think it's yeah. a beautiful story about how you've sort of pieced this all together. Look, Nick, thank you so much for sharing you know, your journey as a business owner, as well as what you do and how you help people to, to move forward. So thank you. That's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, you're so welcome. Look, if you want to find out more about you and the work that you do, where can they find you? Uh, well, actually, you can just... Google my name. I am all over the internet, apparently. Um, but my name is Nick Cree, N-I-K-C-R-E-E. If you Google that, you'll find lots of stuff on me. Uh, or alternatively, just go to my website, which is smashgo.co. Awesome stuff. So everyone, if you're curious or like, hell yeah, this sounds cool, go check it out. But Nick, thank you so much for sharing today. Excellent. Thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.